Hey guys, it's your girl Leah. Yo, this is Azanti. Your boy, and you're listening to The Wave NG. Afro Pops is essential show. Keep it locked. I can see that you're definitely still locked in. Still locked in, all the way. Trust me. Even though you murdered my name, but yes, fine. I have to balance two accents, like you know, when I when I want to talk about my 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 um my fake Nigerian accent starts to come out, you know. But you know, I try to you know balance both accents because mm-hmm. I'm living in two I'm in two different domains. I don't know about it, but I know about it at the same time because I mean, when you're falling off of speaking one language, you can be rocky trying to get back. It, oh. And then they'll, they'll just embarrass you when you, because I came home last summer and they'll just slay you. They'll embarrass you. Like, bro, this American, bro. Yeah. Fair, fair, fair. Right. So, uh, yeah. Hi, once again. Um, I'm Bami reporting for the wave. Um, Paul said this up. So, shout out to Paul. Paul's also, you know, the person that put me onto your music, I think, like two years ago. And from oh, then, we were just like, geek over your music like at the same time be like yo you sound like crack and all of that don't do crack kids <laughs> so much thank you so much yeah and i, I mean paul is my guy like he's amazing I, I, it's a blessing i thank him for connecting us and he connected me with a few other people too so big ups to paul send my love to paul next time we talk to him tell him i'm very grateful for him That's i mean you also sound like cold coffee so it's like you just sound generally like addictive so i mean let's, uh, let's, yeah let's let's start from the top i mean, like because me if, if they ask me to describe you man, i just always say you know like what i said it sounds like crack sounds like cool for people you know with like a the weekend feel so you uh, know how would you describe yourself you know as an artist you know how do you describe him as the artist firstly my whole agenda i would say we're very raw raw you know, uncut. I want. I, that's my big thing about music. A lot of music is for algorithms or for TikTok or for to blow. Like my music, I want it to be good as the ones that are going number one. But I have to be saying raw things. So things that conversations that we'll have that we won't say in front of our professor, that we won't say in front of our um, boss, that we won't say in front of our parents. Those are the conversations, or the, those are the ideas and the ideals I put into my music because. Everyone thinks those thoughts. Everyone has those side conversations where, where quote-unquote, inappropriate or, quote-unquote, the raw self or real, where you have to disguise yourself, one, into society. So I would describe my music as raw, soulful, soulful, and, you know, and just um, free and creative, you know, free and creative. So, you know, how do you, like, create music in the way that you do? Because it's very you, and it's like, I mean, if you listen to if, if anyone listens to you like first two times, they're going yeah. to be able to pick you out from like a bunch of artists. Thanks. A distinctive voice. Like all of my favorite artists have a distinctive voice. They don't sound like anyone else. So I think that was me trusting myself. At first, in the beginning of the process, trust me, it was trash. <laughs> the music was not good. But I had to trust my voice and believe in my voice and keep power and keep strengthening my voice and my lyricism and finding out what I wanted to do and what I sound good on. It was a lot of tests, a lot of trials and tribulations. Um, and so, yeah, like my, my process will just be like continue to try out things that I feel like um, sound good for my voice, my melodies and continue to push the grain and study the game. I like to study artists. My, my top four or five artists are Sade, 
Wizkid, Drake, and Pharrell. So like that's like a, a mixture of like, mm-hmm. you know, that's Afrobeats, that's hip hop R&B, that's a fully soulful R&B with Shada and then that's Pharrell as a genreless person. So it's like, I feel like um, having those influence give, give, gave me like the proper tools to be who I want to be and be myself on music and, and on tracks and records. Right, because you sound like you sound like a big mood, pretty much. So, like, how do you? And I'm talking to you right now, and you don't sound. I don't know. Maybe I expected you to sound like how you sound on your music. <laughs> I don't know. So, like, yeah, yeah. How, how, how do you get into this? That's because you know that that's Hermes. How do you bring that person out? Uh, okay, so you know a lot of uh, a lot of Kush, a lot of weed. <laughs> I mean, this, this is definitely, you know, this like African parents, they rape. Yeah. Well, we'll, um, you know, we'll bleep that out, but nah, some no, definitely. It's, it's, no, this is it's fine. I don't think. Oh, well, good. Okay, cool. Yeah, so, yeah, a lot yeah, of right we get the, we get the um, some nice wine. And then other than that, that's not always the enhancement. Really, my biggest motivation is emotions. So whenever I'm feeling sad, whenever I'm feeling mad whenever i'm feeling jealous whenever i'm feeling because we all feel these things like oh you know this that and the third or maybe i want to be this place or even whenever i'm feeling romantic i try to even if i can't make a song right there i try to write how i feel in my notes i learned that from kendrick lamar in the moments in the moment that you're feeling something you can never really get that feeling back you can remember it but the feeling is gone so in that moment i try my best to um like write down or like voice note that feeling or melody or whatever that is, and then I go from there. So, with me, when I'm off the when I'm off the record, like I'm super, I'm I'm I'm, I'm just a real person. I just like I try to give my all, like to like people. I make mistakes. I do. I, I try, I'm trying to build my brand as a businessman, as an entrepreneur. So on the other end, when this comes from when I'm apart from the music, when you say, "Oh, wow, I expected you to sound like nah," like this is just me. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to the music. As a creative, I know there's a feeling that I know the people want and they're missing. So I try to enhance, or a feeling that I even like for myself. So I try to enhance that feeling and um, put that on a record. So what would you say is like the biggest emotional driver for you? Like you said, like you, um, you're inspired a lot by emotion. So what would you say is like the emotion that fuels you the most to like, you know, make, me, make music the way you do? Uh, toxic to say, but heartbreak yeah it's one of the number one people doubting doubting doubters and haters out I, I can't live without them I need them they motivate me so much to go hard um and then love love is a huge motive motivation factor like love is very motivating for me so I would say yeah heartbreak doubters and love those are three motivating factors for my emotions so, you know, like how you said that, what one song do you have out do you, do you think, you know, has like the most of your heart or like most of your emotions on it? January, January. There's a record called January. I, I dropped a film with it um, with my photographer, which he's actually here with me. Um, we, we made a film. It's on YouTube called January, the film. And then I have a record. It's out on Apple, Spotify, everything called January. I would say currently before my album comes out because my album is one of the one if we ask me this question when my album comes out i'll say oasis the album mm-hmm. but the one record that i have right now is called january and that's the most transparent 
that I feel like I've been on a record. I have a lot. I'm usually always transparent on my record, but that one yeah. is really, yeah. So that is like a smorgasbord, or it's just like you know, like a buffet. That one is good. Go listen to the lyrics for that one, and you understand what I'm saying, like. I, I, I get you hundred percent. So you know, um, with your artistry, you st- you have like you know a bunch of collaborations with I mean Elo, Ronehi, like Nigerian guys. So you know, how are you able to tap into the Nigerian community? And you know, what's your plan of you know also broadening or expanding your reach in the Nigerian community? So my my goal is to because bridge the gap. Just to say real quick, because you know one thing about us, we 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 definitely love to brag and we love to get keep you know, um, oh get keep your boss right. I'm nothing, I'm nothing without my Nigerian like roots and my Nigerian community. I'm nothing without them. My whole artistry, my whole um fan base, and everything that I'm doing now does not exist without the Nigerian community. That's point blank period. Like. I, I, I wouldn't even be where I am achieving anything or doing shows or without that community. And I don't live there currently. I'm always back and forth, but I don't live there. And that's that that just goes to show you how deep the love is. Secondly, how I grow that community naturally, like naturally, I knew these guys already. So Alo, people connect me like I've known all these producers and then they've either heard my song or, you know, we just knew mutual people. And it just comes out organically, to be honest. The Alo track came over COVID. We're both just sending each other the records back and forth. Lamav, um, he produced most of Oasis, and he produced the track for Alo. Mojo, I just knew his manager at the time. Tim Lare, Chop Life Crew, the whole Chop, Chop Life Crew, I love them. Um, yeah, man. So, like, even Molly, you know, Molly, Molly, that she was on my last project. Um, she's from Ghana. Yeah. Um, and like, yeah, like natural collabs just come like with, yo, I like your music. Let's let's see if we can work. And we just talk naturally. So I'm um for me and my plan. So my plans for Nigeria is to with you know America embracing Afrobeats so much right now. I feel like it's a great opportunity. Like I feel like I'm a one of one in a situation where I'm actually I was born in America, but I go back to Nigeria. Like I schooled in Nigeria, I schooled in Kwaste. A cold village, deep in the roots. That's yeah. So it's like, yeah, niggas like niggas is schooling in Lagos and shit. No, I was in Choir State, bro. Oh, like I was not, I was not doing lifestyle, bro. My goal is to be able, since I have citizenship here and citizenship in Nigeria, to be able to bridge that gap fully. Wizkid is already doing it. Burner's already doing it. David O, plenty, plenty more are helping us. But I. I was born here. David O was born here too. And um, I think world too, but like, I feel like I was raised here. And so with us, there's so many of us that are Nigerian that live in U- UK um, in America. Like there's an opportunity for us to really, really bridge this gap and create opportunities for more Nigerians to come through more Nigerians to get more resources and experience the resources we have overseas and bring that Western um, structure not the culture, because our culture is perfectly fine how it is, but just the structure to help build the structure more in Nigeria. So that, that's my goal. And through music, through business, through through um, fashion, and through just entrepreneurship. I love how, like, you, you have it mapped out, you know, and you have, like, your eyes on the prize. So um, I'm here for it. And, you know, when the album drops, I hope it all clicks, because we definitely need more of your sound over here. So, um, you know... 
you mentioned that your album is titled Oasis, but then 2019, you have a project called Late Night Oasis. So, you know, let's talk about like your coming album and is there like a connection between what you had out then and what you're about to bring out now? Who was Hermes then and like what are we about to get from it? <laughs> ah, crazy. Yeah, that Hermes, that Hermes had long dreads. I was growing my dress for like six, five years. Um, that Hermes, I wasn't ready. I always wanted to make this album that I'm about to drop, Oasis. But I wasn't ready. I knew I wasn't ready musically. I knew I wasn't ready spiritually, mentally, everything. When you know you're not ready is a very good thing. It's a discernment on yourself. Like, you know that you still have things to do. You still have to build. You still have to, like, you know, be a person that needs to go through more experiences. So I still needed to drop music. And I was at a time where I was like, Yo, I have to drop a project. I want to drop a project. I want to I want to express myself. I want to give people how I feel. So without giving the album that I wanted to, which we're going to get this year, I said, fuck it, we're going to call it Late Night Oasis. So just like a late night drive, late night EP project you guys can have. Yeah, just get in your feels type, type, type stuff. Oasis is the full embodiment. Not just feels, but vibe, entertainment, dance, definitely feels, late night feels as well, but storytelling. So the um, I would say that, was, that would just be the prelude. To, to what we have that's coming out in October. October 28th. Fuck it. Here's a here's a drop for you guys. October 28th. Oasis is coming out. Excuse me, right there. You're the first one. You're the first yeah. one that knows. <laughs> right. Any collaborations? Because um, you seem to like, you know, you have mastered the art of like, you no know, collaborations that feel natural. So do you have any other words to look forward to? I have another track with Alo. That's on the project. Fun Alo. Mojo. That's like two goats right there. Yeah. Actually, guys, hello, hello, Mojo's on the project. Um, this Brazilian singer named Nathy, Sute Awar, um, Tim Lare, Maui Moon. He's from Uganda. He's so good. Yeah, and the rest you'll see. There's a there's a few other people. A lot of producers, the Mab, Trill XO, um, Yeah Ali. Yeah, man, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be a vibe, a good blessing. Definitely. So you know how December and Lagos is always crazy. We be coming through December. I mean, the couple for the album, all of that. I actually I'm planning some things for 2023. So you guys be patient with me. I want it to be special, probably around March. Homecoming vibes, you know. Lagos, I love Lagos. Lagos City is mad. Phase one. I, I was staying in Phase one all last summer. Right. The TSC, my guy. TSC shoots. He shot all my um visuals in Lagos for places. And then I have Jordan Margolin in the U.S. But, um, yeah, so basically um, I do have things that I'm working on for Lagos. Trust me. Lagos is always in my mind. ABJ2. Nigeria is always in my mind. So just just give me some time and I'm, I'm cooking some things because, you know, man, it's, 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 it's a lot to put in a, a whole project. And then I want to give you guys a special experience. So yeah. just Real quick, what has the journey been like, you know, the progression from, you know, 2019 down to this moment on? You know, what's the growth been like? Uh, uh, are you signed? Are you indie? You know, as an artist, there's always like a million and one struggle. So what is it exactly for you? Yeah, there was plenty of struggles. There's still struggles. I still push through, but I am independent, but I'm signed to a distribution label called Outer South. Outer South is a distribution label in London and South Africa that distribute my music. Um, between 2019 to now, I think that my sound just developed more. My sound is definitely more developed, um, more mature as an artist. 
I feel better as an artist. Um, and yeah, like I just think um, the growth is just there. You'll hear it in the sound. You'll see it in my visuals. And yeah, the topics, I just I just go deeper into myself. I'm more transparent as well. So just got better. That's it. We just got better. That's it. Don't cast, you know, and tell people your name. But like, I saw that. So like, you know, how did you go from that, you know, thinking, yeah, I want to make music and I want to be called Hermes? So Hermes is a, is a Greek god from, um, you know, Greek mythology. He was friends with the gods in heavens and he was friends with the, uh, the gods in um, hell. And so he would send messages to both from he- heaven. He'll send them messages. This is what's happening on the earth. Yeah. He'll, he'll go to hell. This is what's happening in the heavens. Da, 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 da. He was a medium. All gods, good and bad. So I feel like that was my whole MO. Like with my music, I want to send messages to all the gods on earth, all the angels on earth, all the people on earth, and I'll be the messenger. So to the good and to the bad, to, it's just very neutral. I'm just going to give you guys a message that I'm seeing. I'm like CNN, cast it. Yes, sir. Okay, sir. I hope these messages, you know, they reach like a soft landing spot and, you know, they travel far, wide, because the world definitely needs to hear where you're on. Amen. Amen. But yeah, it was lovely connecting with you. Have a lovely day.